Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to our show, the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. Um, we've got a caller in the queue. We're going to be getting to you momentarily, caller. But first, um, 914-338-0164 is the call number for those of you who have not called in yet. We ask that you press 1 so let us know you would like to speak with us. And we also invite you to join us on Facebook and Twitter accounts are linked on our blog talk radio profile. Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour, and I also need to remember to post to our pages today, not just our regular page. So I will do that while we bring on the call. Or anything you want to say, Neil, before we get started? No, let's get started. I mean, we always uh, we've been lately seeking <laughs> donations yeah. and asking if it's ever possible for any of our callers to anything five dollars, ten dollars, appreciate. Due to the fact that we do have to pay for this show every year, it's about $400 a year. But, of course, the readings are all on the house. So regardless of whether you do or not, we're here for you, and we're ready to get started. I think they're in the house. I mean, if they were on the house, they'd be, we'd be, like, on the roof doing the reading. We would be drifting. I guess so. Okay, yes, I'm trying to sign into Facebook, too, at the same time, because I forgot to post the show on our pages, because that is helpful to some people who are on our page, because they don't always know when we're on the air. So I'm going to do that while we bring on, I believe this is Patricia. Hi. How are you doing? Hi, um, Patricia. I was actually thinking about you yesterday, oh. so always happens like yeah. that. Thank you. Yay. Oh, my God. It's, uh, oh, my goodness. Um, you got to speak funny. right into your receiver because we've got our volume up, Patricia, and we can't hear you. You're, like, muffled. Okay. Can you hear me now? That's much better. I have um have some allergy drainage going on. So. I'm stuffed up. <laughs> yes, very, very stuffed up. Um. I wanted to ask about my twin. Um, it's so ironic. Um, I dreamed about a week ago, two nights in a row, that there was going to be a lot of confusion and that um, we were going to get into it. Now, we have never really got into it like this before, you know, in our life. And um, so uh, we're we're not on speaking terms. I just at all. Um, I just, 
don't, I told him, I don't want to talk to you. You know, he basically said the same. But it centers around our uncle who um, he moved in the home with about eight years ago when my dad passed. And, um, of course, he stepped in my dad's role of caregiver. And since then, any each time that he moved a woman in the home, he almost but forget that my uncle is a part of, you know, his responsibility. And so that's where we are again. He has moved this woman and her children in about a year ago. And, you know, before then everything was good. You know, um, anytime he's not, he needs some help with caretaking, you know, myself or my sisters, we all kind of step in. Uh, My uncle had an amputation last August. And so, um, there was a um, team of caregivers, and since then it's just one. And like I say, every now and then, if she needs to be off, I'll go there or my sister. So I did go on this past Monday and sit with my uncle, and it was just a mess around there. It's it's like um, the lady has two kids, a 10 and a 15-year-old. Her birthday is February the 5th. 1973, his birthday is February 6th, 1973. Wait a second. Um, who is, who's who? Wait, 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 wait. So you're 2673, right? Yes, he's my twin. Right, he's so your twin. Saying, but then someone yes. else is born 25. I thought you were pulling an additional person that was born on 26. So someone else was born the day before you. That's your uncle? Uh, no, that's that's the, the lady. That's the girlfriend. Who's the lady? She's two. So what? Yes. So the girlfriend of, sorry, I'm trying to follow up. My all this. brother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the girlfriend of my brother, her initial is T, okay. um, and she's born two five seventy three. Seventy three. My brother. Go ahead. And, and your he, brother, of course, has the same birthday as you. Yeah. Right, and he he is Patrick. So I'm um, Patricia. He's Patrick. And um, so I did. I I went over, and um, I hadn't been there in about a year taking care of my uncle um, because, of course, you know, I have my own set schedule, so I happened to be off that day. And the sitter needed to be off, and, of course, I could do it. I love going over there to take care of my uncle. And um, when I got over there, the first thing, I it, it, it was just nasty in the house. Then there's... Um, the 10 and the 15-year-old that lives there, and now she's brought her 22-year-old and a baby there that while I was there, there were cars driving up. You know, she's walking, running out the door. Uh, it was just so much back and forth. And she smelled like I smelled like she had been smoking uh-huh. weed. and uh, No, weed, like she had been smoking um, marijuana. And I said something to her about that. So I called my oldest sister and told her, look, this is what's going on over here. It's ridiculous. I said, our uncle is over here. Uh, He has lung disease. I said, and he does use a a butyrol, the machine, as needed. That day I needed to put it on him. Pressure was out of whack. His urine was dark. He smelled. This is ridiculous. I said, here we go again. He's got this woman up in here, you know, and he's neglecting him. And so my older sister. 
So wait, I just want to ask Patricia, he is, he takes turns with your other sisters caring for the uncle? Or do yes, they live with, with him? With, I mean, what's the situation? He lives with my uncle and and the girlfriend and her two children plus this 22-year-old child of hers. We all have our own home. So um, whenever he needs help and he can't, because he works, uh, you know, all of us work. So if he can't take him to the doctor or he's not off that particular day um, or the sitter needs a day off because there is a sitter, but sometimes she gets sick or she needs some time off, then we will step in. And it's been like this since my dad passed eight years ago. So this was one of the particular days that someone needed to step in, and I was the one who was available. But what he doesn't like about me is when I come over, if there's something wrong, I'm going to say something. And, you know, I'm going to have a problem with it because this is our 75-year-old uncle who depends on you, number one, because you live in this house, but also us to see about him. So that started the confusion he feels when I called my old, our oldest sister and told her, hey, look, this is what's going on over here, you know, A, B, and C. And, uh, and then I said, look, this girl had moved another one of her children in over here. I said, this house is overcrowded. I said, this 22-year-old, she's been in and out of this door. I think it's some garden came here in some car, and it's just, it's just a mess. So I guess my question is, um, we want to take, um, we want to, well, I know I did yesterday. I decided to call SSI, Social Security, he's over at Social Security, hasn't been getting the things he needs, and we're just thinking he's over there buying stuff, but... I go over there and I, where where is the, the, the clothes? Where is this at? Where is that at? And he's telling us he's doing things, but he's not. For, so first, I of, call. Okay, go oh, go ahead. Sorry. So I did call um, for them to do a a uh, call a possible misuse of um, SSI disability funds so they could investigate and see what is in his account. Um, so I did take that initiative to do that. Um, the caregiver called yesterday and said the young lady, uh, when she got there, the door was wide open. My uncle was in there asleep. It was a couple of cars in the, it was a car in the yard, and she walked through, said, hello, hello, who is in here? And then another car rolled by slow, and she said, just, didn't know what was going on. Well, come to find out, the two young people are in the garage. Oh, boy. Yeah. So when is this girl, <laughs> she needs to go with her children. And on top of that, no one pays anything there because my uncle pays all the bills. With his right. So who's his, who's his legal, I mean, is your brother the legal guardian of your uncle? Well, what they're doing... Um, my my sister and my brother, they're going to court uh, within the next couple of weeks to establish guardianship over him. Because they're going to establish guardianship. Right. He's just been the person who lives in the house with our uncle, and that's been sufficient. You know, he's 
there he he lived in a home, so Social Security, you know, made him um, um, payees. But who has guardianship now? Does anyone have guardianship, or is your uncle, your brother just in the house taking care of him? Is there is there no legal um, person appointed by the courts at this point? At this there's juncture? no one appointed. Right, there's no, no one appointed. is appointed. Right, and they're going to establish that in a couple of weeks because of these types of situations. This is not the first time. This is the second time. This has happened with him bringing someone, woman in, who finds out that, oh, okay, you can live here for free, you know, um, and she lives there for free, and then he does what he wants, and uh, and then uh, we find out that my uncle, you know, is not getting the things he needs to get because he's too busy, you know, living his life as if my uncle doesn't exist. But meanwhile, my uncle is paying all the bills, while he, now we figure freeloads on my uncle and bring women and their children in to freeload off of him. It's a bad situation. When there's guardianship established, it's your, you said your sister and other brother that's going to try to get guardianship? Is that what you said? Well, it's, it's my oldest sister and the twin brother who's going to establish guardianship. So Wait it's a twin who. Yeah, it's my the twin, twin brother. The twin who's living there and causing all these problems is going to try to stop exactly. the guardian? Exactly. Oh, with my well, sister, that's, along with my sister. Well, I mean, the, the problem is that he's living in the home. Your sister's not living in the home. So there's no guarantee that with your sister being the guardian of your, if, uh, of your uncle, with your brother that's causing these difficulties that there's going to be um, any change in the situation because she's not living there. And he's, I mean, you filed, a, I mean, there's difficulties, there's difficulties because you filed the investigation with SSI regarding misappropriation of funds. However, there's also, I mean, you know, you have to also consider what, I mean, how is it best, how can your uncle be best protected in the situation with your brother involved? That I the, think he needs to be removed. I think he, it, he needs to be removed out of the home. And of course that will remove the lady and all of her children. Right. But that, but, that presents problems too, because when you put someone in like a convalescent home, I, I'm not sure what his, I mean, Obviously, he's not able to take care of himself, which is why he has full-time care. But um, so it sounds like he needs a convalescent home. And if that's the case, I mean, there are, you know, abuses that go on in those institutions, too. So you may not, you know, that, that, that road may not be totally protective of the uncle. It seems as if when he, before this woman moved in with the children, he was helping out. Uh, well, and that could have been just because my uncle had just um, had amputation and everybody was filling in to help out. But typically when he moved these, and, and we asked him, why do you have to move them in the home? Why don't you just go and live with them a week or two weeks at a time and then we will live in, take turns living in with my uncle. No one said that you don't 
you know, you can't have fun. But the problem exists when you bring the women in here and they want to take over the home as if it's yeah, I don't theirs. Think, I don't think your brother is going to change. I mean, obviously, there's a history of this happening, and I'm not sure why the brother's going to have guardianship when you want to remove him from the home anyway. Why don't you remove the brother? If, if you're going to remove your uncle from the home and put him in a convalescent home, is that the idea? Well, I, I, um, I, I just, I don't know what exactly to do. I was thinking maybe move him somewhere more of, um, I don't know. Just, I don't know. I really, that's why I guess I'm calling. I don't know really what to do. I have just had a big fallout with him. He's an amputee, you said? Uh, yeah. It's just his, his toes were, were amputated. Oh. So not like a limb, but just toes. And then as far as his mental condition, is he, what, what is he, what are he, just, there's so much information to like sift through here, Patricia. What are his health conditions? I don't feel like I'm guessing here. What are all, what are his major conditions? Is he mentally, is he mentally Yes, he's capable? He, well, he is diagnosed um Schizophrenia. Um, oh, he's schizophrenia. So he has, yes. He has illness. Okay. And then high blood pressure, of course. Um, since he had the toe amputation, he's had to learn how to walk. Um, uh, he's he has a um, they have fitted him in this um, shoe. Oh God, I. I I had the name of the shoe and I forgot it, but it's a it's a, a shoe that they fitted him in. He's actually in physical therapy, occupational therapy now. So before the amputation of the toes, he would get around and you know he could go to the bathroom on his own. Um, you know he would just need someone to be there to prepare meals and things like you know that uh, prepare meals and of course be there with him um, because of his mental, uh, but he was a little bit more independent than he is now. Um, so he does wear, like, pull-ups and stuff like that because, again, he... Um, so he's incontinent. Uh, I mean, he can't really make it to the bat. I mean... Right, right. Uh, he's on what's a walker his since what's, the toe What's his birthday on a walker? What's his birthday? Uh, his birthday is July 22nd. 48. 722, he has an 11, that's no good. 48, so he's, I mean, he's, so he's, he's, he's elderly and, and, and he has mental problems. So there's a lot of things going on here, health-wise, mm-hmm. mentally, and mm-hmm. the fact that he's aging. So all of these things yeah. combined are a good thing. 11, 21, what is he? Give me odd. Thirty-three six. Is that one? Yeah. Thirty-three six. Um, Fern. Anyone you know named Fern? I'm getting Fern or Ferns. Fern. Your Fern plants. Fern. Fern. Oh, Fern. Um, she the she the the uh, my brother's lady friend who or partner who lives in the home. She um, plants. She loves plants. So she go and buy these. Plants, indoor plants, and then um, and then outdoors. 
she goes out there and plants stuff. So oh. that's the only thing. Yeah. Well, that yeah. makes me with the environment. Um, so, so again, I mean, my my question, and Neil can jump in any time here, but my question is, why would the brother apply for guardianship of her when he's being such a poor caretaker as it is? Exactly. That, instead of, I mean, why is your sister a party to that? I don't understand. That's a good question. Right, well, but there. she would, I mean, you would think that the sister, if your sister thinks it's, does your sister, is your sister on the same page as you, Patricia, as far as she, what you think is there? She, she proclaims to be. I don't understand. Um, you know, I asked my mom yesterday because, you know, when all of this stuff happened on Monday of this week, you know, she talked to me and then she talked to him. And I said, well, mom, do you think she's burning it? condo at both ends. I said, because it makes no sense. She agreed with me that, oh, yeah, he's not doing what he's supposed to do and, you know, this, that, and the other. And then she talks to him, and I don't really know what she's saying to him, but they are going to continue to meet with, with this attorney and go through with the guardianship. And I told her on yesterday, well, if he's been investigated, if he's if the court does appoint him, they're going to remove him um, because they're going to, it's going to be a problem if those funds cannot be accounted for. Um, so it's just almost feel like I'm in a fight by myself sometimes with this because I told her the woman and her children need to be removed. I said, and because he don't know how to, he never knows how to establish boundaries when these women, women come in the home, he just let them take over. He just sits back and let them take over until it gets to the point it is. This is the second time we've had to deal with this with him and some woman that he's dating that he allows to move in. And once they figure out that, hey, this is free living, I'm, I'm not going anywhere, it creates um, conflict. And we'll the conflict see what, is based. Go ahead. I was going to say the what 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 when the conflicts come come in when someone touches you know when I go over there and I see things you know and I call the family and tell them oh it's oh Trisha come over here and as she goes you know she come to find things no I don't have to come and find anything this stuff is sticking out like a sore thumb and it's all wrong it's just wrong. So it's, oh, you know, I don't want her to come over here. You can't stop me from coming over there taking care of our uncle. And it's his home. Your name is not on it. So here we are in a big feud again saying, no, this is, no, this no more. You're not going to do this. And he is saying, oh, she's coming over here with this mess. You know, and then the female is jumping in. Now she wants to have say so, you know, okay, why don't you just, you know, tell your sister not to come over here anymore. And he goes along with that. So he starts the fight of, yeah, I, you know what, telling my older sister, she, she just don't need to come over here anymore. So my older sister telling him, you can't stop her from coming over. So it's a big confusion. The confusion is, you know, the big confusion has set in, and this has never gotten to the point where 
we are not talking. I literally just told him, you know what, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to speak to you anymore. I don't care if I ever speak to you anymore. You know, and okay. he said the same thing. Wait, wait, Patricia, we have another caller, so I just want to yeah, acknowledge them in the queue. 541 is there. So we're going to get to you momentarily, um, but we want to, you know, kind of get to some kind of conclusion here. As you were saying, Neil, obviously there's money involved in guardianship. What I don't understand, however, is why the sister wouldn't want the guardianship so she could be the sole beneficiary of the of the money that would you know, rather than share it with the brother. I don't, I don't understand. Well, is the uncle able oh, to well, take care of yeah. I'm is sorry. I will, I, I, I'm sorry, Neil. I don't mean to interrupt. Um, Kristen, I, I forgot to mention there's a fiduciary in, involved. So he's over, my uncle won this, uh, a back payment from 20 years ago. Um, a few years back, he won because uh, uh, he was in that service in the army and uh, in Vietnam, and a big explosion happened or whatever. But my dad fought and fought and fought until he got this back payment, which brought in a fiduciary. So the only money that my brother is over is the SSI because he is in the home, and my dad lived in the home before he passed and he was over that month. Now, if it doesn't add up during the investigation and he can't account for this money, then the fiduciary will be over that month. All it is left is for him to just freeload and bring his women in to freeload. That's if they remove him from over the SSI. But who's going to stay with him if your brother isn't there? Full-time. Well, we talked about, I talked to my sister about living. We had the sitter from a, a year ago, and uh, she is more than happy to live in. I told her I would live in on days that I'm off. Her sister, the, the caregiver that's, now, that's there now, her sister is a retired RN. She came aboard last year. And she it's very easy. Get your brother out. Get your brother out. Get your brother out of the house. Do not allow him to apply for guardianship. Don't allow him to apply for guardianship. He's not been responsible. He's keeping the house in a way that's totally unhealthy for your uncle. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, 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 it's wrong. And I don't understand why yep. he's applying for guardianship. I would not. And so I imagine that the investigation with the SSI might kind of sideline his uh, his attempts to be a guardian, but I don't know what else you can do legally. I'm yeah. hoping that. I'm yeah. hoping that yeah. that will do that. Well, Patricia, we have another caller, and we've spent a lot of time here. Obviously, we're gonna. You can always call back on another show, but I think he belongs in a convalescent hospital, and that's going to be the best thing for him. And let the, let his money or his disability go to his care. Um, everything else seems a little fishy to me. But you can yeah. call us back on another show and continue, but that's going to be the best plan. Well, today. the only other thing I have to say before we take 541 about the convalescent home, again, you, getting, getting into a convalescent home, I mean, it's difficult because there can be poor care. The thing about relatives caring from getting the brother out of the home and keeping the uncle in the home is he maintains his stability. Well, he's not capable of putting on his own. Well, they're saying that she, they'd rotate caregivers, if Maybe. that's possible. Mm-hmm. 
if that would possible, probably be the best if situation. That's possible. If you can do it that way, that would be the best. But I would be suspicious of anything else. And if it comes down to a convalescent hope, I would go there. And if it doesn't, then you can get uh, caretakers to come in on a 24-hour basis. If you applied for guardianship over your um, uncle along with your sister and then were able to evict your brother, that would be the best idea. And then you could decide from there, is this something we can manage as far as caring for him 24-7 because that's what it takes. And it's going to be a lot on you even if you're doing it a few days a week. And you're already, you know, you've already got other things that you're involved in. You know, your job, you have a daughter that is mm-hmm. stable. So you've got to really think it over. But if you applied for guardianship, you and your sister could make a decision where to put him, whether to keep him in the home or whether to put him in convalescent home. But I would definitely get your brother out of that house. ASAP. That's our advice. Exactly. Okay. Thank you again. Thank okay. you so much. It's always a pleasure. Oh, take care. To the next time. Bye. 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 Okay. Five four one. Patiently mm-hmm. waited. Thank you. Hello. Yeah. Hi. This is Nancy. Hi, it's Nancy from Oregon. And I called maybe over two years ago. Um, the last I recognize your voice. And... Actually. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you remember a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I forget a lot of things too, but that's okay. <laughs> Aging. So, Nancy, okay, you called a couple of years ago, and yeah, what did we talk about? Because I, I don't remember that. Well, my birthday is August second, nineteen fifty-one. Perfect. Twenty-six. Yeah. But um, when I called then, okay, my husband had passed away in twenty twenty. And I moved uh, from California to Oregon to be closer to my daughter at that time. So I went through a lot of monumental changes. But um, my call now is that my daughter moved away last year, I guess in July, to Oklahoma because her partner's dad was sick. So he wanted to be closer to him. And now I'm in Oregon. I don't know anybody here. And basically, I live in an apartment rental that's going through a lot of problems now. But I would like to move closer to my daughter. And I was hoping it would be this year. But I want to see if you see any changes in moving. What part of Oregon do you live in? In um, Grants Pass, Southern. Grants Pass? Mhm. Well, she's coming up on a change. Change? Yes. She's going to be seventy. She's going to be seventy-two. So seventy-two. Nine, nine. Nine, nine cycles of your master number. But anyway, go ahead. Well, you know, it, uh, it, it. You don't really have much going in Oregon. You've been there for for about um, uh, a year. About two and a half years. Two and a half years? Mm-hmm. Now, was eight. You're going to be 72. Uh, it, typically, what the, the bottom line is move to move near your daughter. Okay. Because the aggravation that that might cause is, is not as large as the stress and the isolation and the survival means you have in Oregon. So what's your mm-hmm. obstacle in moving to Oklahoma? 
just uh, moving costs, and um, she she's not quite settled yet. They live in a rental at the moment, and they're hoping to eventually get a home there. But they're yeah, but not settled, the, and I want to. Yeah. I got it. What 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 mm-hmm. do you like about where you live now? What's the positive points? Uh, <laughs> not um, not many. The scenery is okay. It's pretty. Um, uh, right now, I'm kind of going into an introspective. You know, I've been going into you know me, 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 me. You know, and kind of finding out more about me because I've always been connected to other people and and not had time for myself. So I use this time to you know really go deep and purge and do all those kind of things. That, Where did you, know, you grow up? What part of California did you grow up in? Didn't grow up. I was born in California, and I was raised in New Jersey. Oh, oh born in California, raised in New Jersey, and you mm-hmm. never returned to California after you left. No, no, I did when I was a teenager. Right. I, I was oh. in Southern California, but I left. I recently, you know, was in Sacramento. Okay, so in Southern California, what part? Uh, Long Beach. And where'd you go to school? Long Beach. <laughs> yeah, what school? Did you go to high school in Long Beach? Yes. What high school? Woodrow Wilson. I see. Weird. Weird. Yeah, you, you, uh, you and I were very close in proximity. I went to Milligan. Oh, I know Milligan. Sure. <laughs> no. And I'm the same year. I'm the same year as you. Oh my goodness. And, you know, back in those days, actually, Wilson was more liberal than Milliken because at Wilson, they even let you grow sideburns, I remember, in the mustache. And Milliken was a lot yeah. more. What was your, what, did you go to a major? Did you do any, what did you do in life for work? Well, eventually, you know, I moved to San Francisco after a long time, but um, I was really into, well, what did I do? I finally got into, you know, being a mental health worker. I mean, a nurse, actually. And, okay, uh, I, worked in I worked in mental health, too. So there's a similar zone going on in there. You're only about a month older than me. Um, uh-huh. So there's something going on there that's kind of, kind of intriguing. We don't have too much time to spend, but, you know, I also moved to Oregon. Yeah, it's weird. In the uh, Lincoln, Beach, Lincoln Beach, Glen Eden Beach. But, I mean, coast. you moved much earlier than she did. Yeah. She only moved two and a half years ago, when you, whereas you lived in the So Southern there's East. something going on there, Nancy. Um, uh, hmm. But I think, you know, uh, Oregon is beautiful and all, and, and I don't think you need to make a decision right now. You could always call back on the show, but my inclination mm-hmm. is that once your daughter gets settled, that you decide to move over in that area. It's, your do- it's oh, typical sorry. that you would be moving on this cycle of your life. You're on your ninth mm-hmm. cycle. Yeah. And so um, it, it seems to me that's going to be the best thing because as we get older, you know, we're in our 70s. As we get older, isolation and whatnot gets a little bit more curbing yeah. uh, and so I think that's where you're bound to go. But wait for her. You might see around April uh, or closer to your mm-hmm. birthday that you'll be getting that move coming forward. So question just briefly about your daughter. Is she open 
I mean, my question when you broached the subject of following her to Oklahoma, I mean, is she and are she and her partner open to you being close to them? They want me to be there. She's been begging me to come out there, you know. Yeah. You know, I'm very close to my daughter, you know. Right. And and he, yeah, I get along with him beautifully, and I have grandchildren there, too. Yeah. So it sounds like you want to probably make a move as when you can. Once it's financed. I I, I plan to. I I really plan to. I just wanted to know what you thought, you know, on your side, if it was a positive move. Because Oklahoma, if it wasn't for my daughter and everything, Oklahoma was never a state that I ever thought of, (laughs) you know, moving. And and it's kind of like Oklahoma, (laughs) you know, that kind of feeling. But... (laughs) Well, I mean, the only other question would be, are they planning to make another move? Are they going to put roots down in Oklahoma? Because you don't want to have to keep moving, you know, That's, here and there. That, that was a very heavy duty, you know, thing on my mind because, you know, they seem to think that that's where the roots are going to be. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, especially because his family lives near there, his father's side. And everything, so they they really want to make roots there and stuff. But and they want to get a home, actually buy a home there because they just sold a home. Yeah. So, I don't think you need to worry right now. I, you know, wait till your daughter gets settled, and then make your mm-hmm. decision then. Right, but there is the change, the nine times eight. So yeah. seventy-two is. I mean, it is coming up within the next within the next eight months. So seven mm-hmm. months more or less so within I I would say within a a year and a a year and a half you'll be in Oklahoma okay Nancy you you know a little closer touch with us (laughs) I certainly will (laughs) all right let us know what happens or if you have any other questions Uh, you're always call okay well thank you so much and Enjoy the um, synchronicity. So, <laughs> yeah, good. Good luck. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Okay, we have a call. I'm hearing myself back. Hello. Hi. Hello. Do you have, hi. Do you have the hi. show playing in the background? No, I'm sorry. I don't know if it's an issue with my phone. Should I try to lower the volume? Um, It's better. It's better better now. We can deal with it. Oh, okay. Um, Thank you for taking my call. It's been a while since I called in. Um, Happy New Year to you both. Thanks. Thanks. Happy New Year. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I was wondering, please, um, my name is Catherine, and I was wondering, please, if you see me um, selling a screenplay this year or if I should work on doing it myself, like directing and try to find... Catherine with a K or a C? A C. What's your birthday, Catherine? June 26, 1975. I thought there was going to be a five in there just because of the fact that you were um, you're talking about lighting. Fourteen, yeah, and you've got a five. So your six twenty six becomes a five. Fourteen, and uh-huh. fourteen, and you add it all up. Yeah. 
So that's there's a five there, 14, 24, and so five is fifth chakra, vocal energy. So writing. Ah. Well, I never knew that. That's interesting. Yeah. But she's a nine. So you're you're trying to decide between what film directing and well selling it or, or doing or it yourself. Oh, selling right. Your, yes. Yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, that's a big decision. I mean, it's like self-publishing. Yeah. A book. You, you know, do you let do you let uh, you know a company well, buy it and from? I mean, that. What can you give that a general? You don't have to. Can you give a general synopsis of your screenplay? Yes, yes, I have all the you know um, little promotional materials. And, yeah. Can oh, you share? yeah, she can share it. She's promoting you can share it. it. What's the what? What is the plot? Quickly. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Um, it's about a child of divorce who goes through a trauma. Um, but it's also um, has some action in it. What if there's some criminal or crime effect or something? Yes. Like- mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, you know, and you have completed the screenplay. Yes. And have you sought an agent or a promoter of any kind? No, 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 not yet. I'm putting oh, a list what? together of potential. Um, people like I have a few people in mind I want to approach, you know, and then you know, seek out others. You know, I know it's yes, you know, not it's, good. It's, just to be, yeah, it's not good for you to do it yourself. And I mean, there are there are ways to do it yourself, and you know, but the road is very narrow to get it anywhere. And you'd have to find mm-hmm. like things to get into film festivals to get noticed. I'm afraid if you do it by yourself you might end up on a harder road. You're going to be on your hands and knees, but not on your feet. So I would say to start moving, you know, get it copyrighted and, and, and start to, uh, to, to uh, put it out to potential uh, agents. Okay. It's a hard road. Yeah, it's a hard yeah. road because you know, we've got producers and budgets and I mean, for you to do this on your own, you might complete the project, but I, I don't recommend you doing it on your own. I don't see that happening for you. I would say to get an agent and start promoting the book. It sounds, is it, a, is it more or less rated PG or R? I would say R. Okay, so you're probably not going, you're not going to find the like Hallmark station or something right. like that. Is this like a TV movie? I mean, it would be for TV or for like the big screen? I see it as um, um, big screen or like a Netflix yeah, or Amazon. Yeah, it's totally different what they do with movies now because of the streaming services. So, But it's not, right. it wouldn't be like a TV movie, obviously, if it's our stuff. And you have, do you have some connections? It sounds like you know people in the industry that you may be able to get on board. I know, yeah, I know a few I can ask, and like a few I would just like cold call, um, you know, with a query letter. 
Well, it's a hard. long road. You have a long road ahead of you. But, it, you know, how old are you right now? Um, I don't even keep track. <laughs> 47, good for you. 47? <laughs> you know, start going to agents and going to, go to agents that kind of handle this kind of material. Okay. That'd be the best guess okay. for you right now. I wouldn't suggest you do it on your own. I would, I would. Have you done any? Have you done anything as far? Um, have you had anything? Uh, you know, have you sold any scripts? I haven't as of yet. No. Um, I tried doing one on my own previously, and like you said, yeah, it was very hard. And um, yeah, I think um, you know there was some sabotage. Like I. You know, it 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 really um, <laughs> it was really like a big wound. <laughs> um, yeah, and it, it, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no. So I was gonna try to attempt, you know, because I don't want to be um, beaten down by past, um, you know, circumstances, you know. So I want to keep on going and really, you know, believe in the work. I really love the work. Um, so, yeah, that's why I called in. I was just, like, wondering, okay, like, now that – I'm sorry? You can also – a lot of actors and actresses have their own production companies. So if you mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. that it might be a vehicle for them or something they might be interested in, you could also go that route as well. Where, where are you located? I'm in New York. New York. So I, I mean, was thinking of moving to L.A. too, though. Um you know, not only just for the work, I just love the weather and everything um, as well. Well, you know, you're, you're 47. Um, you, you you had a change uh, two years ago. You had how long have you been working on the screenplay? A while, a long while. Um, yeah. Well, my yeah, years. If you're done with it. It's not so much promoting it online. I don't think you got to go directly and start putting it to agents, maybe production. Uh, you know, actors or actors have their own production companies. Not putting it out there. You really need representation. Yeah. yeah. And even, so, I mean, those with representation, you know, people that are writers and they have agents and they have a really hard, and they've done pitches and pitches and pitches. And everything looks great and their 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 stuff doesn't get picked up, so it is a very competitive, very competitive yeah. field. Very competitive. Yeah. So, I mean, at least getting representation would help to kind of navigate through those corridors of, um, you know, that you wouldn't be able to do by yourself, even sending right. the script off, you know, to people. Mm-hmm. Or to you know production companies or what what have you. It's having representation is going to help to get a lot of that legwork out of the way that would be on you otherwise. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, that that resonates. Okay, Catherine. Well, yeah. we have to move on to our other caller, but okay. let us know. Thank you. Really? I will. Yeah. Thank you both so much. How do we find your website? Do you want to advertise your website? Um, it's not up yet, um, so when when I have it all up and done, I'll call you back. Okay, okay sounds good. 
Thank right. you. Thank you so much. Many blessings to you both. Thank you. Bye. Okay, we have one last caller, and it's going to be a short one because we've got to close a little early today. Hi. Private caller. Um, hi. How are you doing today? This is my second time. And I, I did listen to you all quite a bit last year. Um, you're the greatest the team. Thank you for my call. Make it short. How are you doing, sir? How are you doing, ma'am? Uh, hi. hi. What's your name? I'm, What's your name? I'm Melissa from Colorado. Colorado. Oh, yeah. yeah, we spoke with you a couple weeks ago, right? Uh, yeah, two months ago. Uh, yes, but I, but I had a different question. Yes, yes. You're uh, welcome to call anytime. So what's your birthday again? Give us your birthday. But just trying to make a reference because I, I remember no, talking, we were talking about a cowboy, guitar. You're yeah. asking about Yeah. So what's wow. your birthday? Yes, yes. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, 11 4 Okay. Go ahead. So my question, and, and thank you, ma'am, thank you, sir. Um, so my, my, my male friend, I have a male friend that is quite a distance, you know, like if you're in New York, Colorado, it's pretty far, it's about 1,000 miles to drive. Just like yeah. to know, um, thank you so much, ma'am. Uh, I'd like to know, like, do you have an idea, like, or a month, I just need a month, or an idea, like, when when do you, like, see him, like, uh, like, like, like visiting you, like a family, family friend visit? So wait, he's a friend that you want to visit you? He's a friend? Yeah, he's like, you know, he's supposed to visit me because we we have something coming up. Um, but I, I haven't set up the day yet because i got to get other people in it. Um, so I'd like to know if you if you have an idea of of the month you, that, that you use. Yes, ma'am. You mean like an ideal month for when you – would have him um, come out? You're just saying a prediction of when he's going to come out. Are you asking for a prediction or a suggestion of a month? Um, prediction uh, first, and then after that, if, if you ever get an answer, that'd be great. If not, uh, and then we'll go from there. Please. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting like summer. I'm getting summer, but that could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, you know, predictions aren't 100 percent, but that's the first, that's the first page I'm on personally. What's his birthday? Um, no, 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 no idea. No idea. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. is this your boyfriend? Your friend? No, friend. Yeah, a very nice friend of mine. What's the purpose of him coming out? It's for like an event gathering, friends gathering, like okay, a little party. So you're having a group of friends together besides him. So you're everybody has to be kind of coordinated. How many people are involved in this gathering? Is um, it less than eight? No, like close to 50. Close to 50? Okay, so tell me in yes. your life if the month of May is important for anything that you've experienced in your life. So month of May, people, events. Yes, May, May. wow, sir, May is very important to me because I remember my, my prom, my graduation, my graduation, and a lot of good things happened in May for me. You got it right. Yeah. Okay, so right right now the, the at the starting gate we've got May coming in for this guy coming out. And so May is going to be a month to really focus on. February, March, April, no. May, it starts. The, the flower starts to bloom then. And then between that and June, you're going to experience some good things. So that would be, I mean, what is it, Memorial Day? May? Is that the end of May? And then summer yeah, is starts on June the, 22nd. Somewhere in the middle of May. So on the cusp of summer. You're not agreeing with where I'm coming from, but 50 people. So 
that happens to be a five, which is strange that you would say May. She's saying 50 people for the gathering. Yeah. Because um, five is the fifth month, Melissa, obviously. Yeah. 50 people is five, five zero. Um, but to gather that many people at once, that's going to take, I mean, everybody has their different schedules. So on a logistic level, it's going to be, you're going to need to plan it when people can get time off, whatever it is that they're doing in their lives and everybody can get on the same page. That's a large group. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, Neil says May, I said summer between May and June, you said, I guess. Yeah. So we're kind of, I mean, you know, at the cusp of summer. So, um, May, Go may ahead. I please ask you, Miss Miss Mr. Kristen, do do you are you are you, are you able because you know it's fifty people. Um, we're I'm focusing on one particular male. Uh, I'm sure you you're picking up his energy or his uh, the 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 idea. Yes, but the problem sure. is, I mean, you're you're you want this specific person to come, but it's also a gathering that is involving other people, so we can't exclude their energy, considering the fact that you're looking for. I mean, this is not just a one-on-one visit you're having. Okay. Um, could you cancel that energy and just focus on him <laughs> so I can, so I can get an accurate rating, please? I know you're professional. I'm just trying to get an accurate I know I'm sure you, you, you're accurate, but I'm just trying to see if it changes. No, I don't think it changes. I mean, I think between summer, I mean, between May and summer is still accurate as far as his communication with you. And we have to close in a sec. As far as his communication with you, has he expressed a month to you that he's interested in coming? What month is it? Uh, he didn't tell me. Just he just told me, uh, come up with the with, with the time or with the month, and I'll I'll, I'll get my things in order. Then okay, give I need him, to know ahead of time. Then present May or June to him. Okay, I would do that. I think that's. I mean that. Did, for yeah. first impressions that was that's what we got we're going to stick with it and the 50 people i mean that came in after and my only suggestion my only contingency was getting people together in may 50 people may be more challenging than august just because of scheduling vacations things like that that's true oh, yeah i mean about that yeah, it's just common sense. But if you're thinking about him, I think the first impression that we gave you is the one to go with. Well, one more thing. Okay, nothing for March. March? Yeah, just because it's, it's why, an why you, started. What I mean, why are you talking about March? Because uh, I, I was thinking that I was thinking of the of the gathering in March. That's why. And then and then I did. And then I thought about May. So I, I thought about those two months. I would say more May than March, but you can try for March. It's not what came up in the reading, but you could try for that. Yeah, I'm gonna go by the reading because you with airlines like flights and all that, uh, and weather, right? Yeah. So I would we would say we would say May. If you want to try March and there seems to be green lights and openings, then go for it. But uh, but really. The energy seems like May. 
Okay. I'll stick to that. I mean, um, I really, I'm glad a call gave me some idea because a lot of people, and there's some really nice people there, and I like to see them. And, and I'm really call. I'm really glad I called in. I'm really, really thank you for like giving me more like a calming uh, idea and for helping. Uh, it was, it's kind of nourishing to think one month. <laughs> I feel more relaxed. <laughs> Good. We'll call anytime. Yeah, We're here for call you. anytime. Sorry, we got to you late. We spent a lot of time on our first yeah. caller, and then. Oh, the call. So we had to, you know, divide the time up between the last callers. So we apologize for not giving you more time. But if you call back a little earlier on the next show, then we can spend more time with you. Yeah, it was really nice talking to both of y'all. Uh, have a good, good, good day, and till next time. Okay, till next time. Bye-bye. And bye bye. Bye. And we are back on the air Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 a.m. Eastern. Thanks.